This is Two Hags Converge in the Woods, and I'm Ash. I'm Shantae, and today we're talking about a K-drama called Strong Girl Bong Soon. So, first of all, I'd like to say I feel like we're woefully unprepared compared to Legally Blonde. I feel unprepared. I think it's because, like, with Legally Blonde, we've watched that a million times. Yeah, that's very true. And we've only watched this K-drama, like, twice. Yeah, twice. In entirety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, a uh, little disclaimer, this is very much coming from an American perspective. Uh, we don't have any context for Korean culture. We're gonna mispronounce names. It's gonna happen. We're sorry. We but... tried to do some research, but yeah. I mean, like... You can't really. You, I mean, yeah. You also, can't. we're definitely gonna pronounce names wrong. Yeah. Shout out to my friend Andrew. Um, I really wish he was here, because he could probably school us a little bit. Um, so, of course, duh, spoilers. If you haven't watched the K-drama, highly recommend. Obviously, we're talking about it. Uh, it is available on Netflix here in the U.S. I think it's also available through Viki, which is a pretty popular streaming yeah. site. Yeah, yeah, Um, So, you know, look into it for yourself if you do want to watch it. There are definitely going to be spoilers that we're going to get into this. Uh, another quick shout-out to our friend London. He's the one who uh, helped us with structure a little bit. I appreciate your comments, London. Hello. So let's let's get into this, Ash. So let's talk about Bong Soon. She's the main character. Um, do you want to talk about plot? A little bit first okay well we can yeah. yeah so basically she has superpowers and it's passed down through generations through the women in her family and she's really insecure about it mm-hmm. definitely so um i a lot of it also i mean the superpower in particular is really brute strength yeah. it's not like you know like what is it uh in x-ray vision and oh, like yeah, flying yeah, yeah. it's not really that it's just it's having a lot of strength so super and strength super strength um and it comes in the form bong soon is you know really petite she's slender she's really delicate looking very feminine um so it it's a it's a shock it's a juxtaposition really that you know this mm-hmm. brute strength is coming from you know this really delicate looking girl um so the plot itself, it's really centered around, of course, Bong Soon, the main character, uh, her family life, uh, relationships, romantic relationships with two uh, male leads that we're going to talk about in a second. And um, it really all begins with a woman being killed in her neighborhood. Um, and there is a serial kidnapper essentially on the loose. And uh, she gets involved in that pretty much from... What was it? Is it the first episode that we really see that, or is it the second? Um, I don't remember. I don't know. It's kind of the pacing is kind of weird at times. It is. It is. And then um, the tone. Oh, go into that later. We're kind of. Let's just jump into it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you should. And if not, mm. you'll, you'll you'll it'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what one thing about Agusu and you mentioned this. She's insecure. She's really insecure. She does not fully understand herself or like herself at the very beginning she sees her strength as an inconvenience and that's something that makes her abnormal and strange Mm. um i think also there's a lot of different variables happening here of why she feels this way um one of the main ones and we'll like i said we'll definitely go into this um is her you know her her schoolgirl crush who's one of the romantic leads, uh, Guktu. Um, and from uh, early on, I think it was in, in high school. Yeah. He had talked about liking, like, really delicate, Looking weak, girls. 
girls. And that's really where her own idea of herself comes from and why she's not really free to be herself. She feels like she has to hide her abilities. Whereas, you know, like Ashley said, you know, it's something passed down generations. Ash said it's passed down generations. Um, and her mom used her power and was in the Olympics with it. So oh, her yeah. mom was very like... Her mom she is, was a, ostentatious is a fucking trip. <laughs> yeah, her mom's a whole thing. She like, she was taking money from like teen gangs. Yeah. And, like, she was involved in shit. But she loved having her power. Oh, but yeah, but one of the things about the power is that if you use it for evil, mm. for wrong, you'll have it taken away or you'll be punished by getting like illnesses or something. Oh and, yeah, that's right. And the justification as to why like using it for money in the Olympics wasn't the worst was because she was... Doing it for her country. Doing it for her country. But where it went wrong was when, like... Um, What did she she do again? No, it's because she started... uh, It's because she started doing it. On herself. Oh, yeah. And that's what caused her to lose her power. So you can lose it, and her mom did. But her mom was very showy about it. She was proud of her abilities, whereas Bong Soon is very much the opposite. And so, like, in some ways, we've we've talked about this, that it may be also an element of shame of her being, like... Mm. You know, like she doesn't want to lose her powers, you know, that's that's another thing that kind of forces her into like the fringes of her, like not wanting to, to ever, showcase this. Yeah. She's scared of losing her powers, but she's also scared of of, um, of having of them. having them. So it's it really just shows how how um, how she's kind of back and forth with herself, yeah. really, because there's just just this weird tension happening within herself. Also, we're introduced to, like, her ambition early on, mm. that she wants to make a video game featuring, like, herself as the main character. As a superhero. As a superhero. Yeah. Which thing. is another thing that's, like, it, yeah. it shows that she wants to be, like, proud of herself. She just doesn't know how to be. She doesn't know how to be. Yeah. And, like I said, Gukdu, which is the romantic lead, he's a big part of it, but there's also something to be said about relationship with her family particularly her parents Mm -hmm. um her and her mom don't have the best relationship that's also established early on um her mom tends to favor her twin brother uh her and her dad have a much better relationship it's probably one of the most stable relationships consistently throughout the Mm -hmm. entire show um but her parents relationship with each other is also really volatile it's borderline abusive if not full-on abusive um there's a lot of emotional it's, it's kind of played off for laughs sometimes yeah but it's a little it's, but it's a like there were some moments where it was like okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she just it, there's a lot of instability in her relationships and it shows in yeah. this first second third episode very beginning it shows that she doesn't really have a stable relationship except with like her dad and maybe even her brother who we don't see much of. Yeah, he's not... He's, like, barely a character, honestly. Yeah, it's... But they try. They try. They try to make him a we're, character. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we're not gonna go into it. Um, <laughs> going back to, like, her favoring her brother, mm. one of the reasons, like, the show really stuck to me and why I told you to watch it mm. is because there's... You remember that scene? I don't remember what episode it is. Okay. But it's that scene where she yells at her mom and she's like, you've yeah. always favored my brother. Yes. You've always loved him more than me. Yes. I think that is, um, I think it's episode seven. Yeah, it's episode seven when she confronts her mom and demands to know, like, why is there such a difference in how you treat my brother and treat me? And I don't know, like, that personally stuck with me. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, with our culture, it's very yeah. similar in that yeah. aspect. It's Yeah, that's very, very true. And that's a big part of, of I, why we picked this specific topic of relationships mm-hmm. within this show. Because this show, the characters are so well done for the most part. Like, they all have character arcs. They develop. They grow as people including, you know, the parents. And typically yeah. parents are kind of like in dramas, soap operas. They're just kind of there. They're there. To cause problems. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's kind of still the case with uh, Minhyuk, but not so much with Bong Soon. Her parents are a big part of her story. Yeah. Um, and in that scene also, I, I think this is where I'm coming from in terms of how her parents have affected her sense of, her sense of self. Mm-hmm. As that in that scene where she confronts her mom, it almost feels like her mom is weirdly punishing her mm-hmm. because she resents her and her power because her mom obviously doesn't have it anymore, but Bong Soon still does. And also, what had um, S like, also what had like um, started the conflict in the first place was her mom had accused her of doing the same thing she had in the past mm. of like getting a gang and like ha- taking money and being a bad girl. Yeah. Which, in reality, what Bong Soon had done was she had, like... She set a couple of teens straight, and mm-hmm. that they were now cleaning up the streets. That's right. That's right. And so she, like, gets really offended. Like, how can you think that I did that? Yeah. That I would do that? I'm not like you. Yes. Man, that whole that whole scene was definitely... That was a tense scene. It was a tense It was really well done, though, because, I mean... I think we don't often get those moments where like parents really are kind of put in their place by their kids hmm. like you've done this to me my whole life and it's it it's was especially interesting to see. it's especially interesting because like the mom after that point mm. makes an effort to like treat her a little better like i think it's yes. later that episode where like she gets, makes her favorite food no it's because she's upset about something oh. about the job or something that's right and yeah. she goes to get her favorite food and mm. it's a cute scene it like, is a cute scene. It's cute how, like, the mom... Or it's just nice that the mom, like... She tries to change because she does yeah. realize that, yeah, I fucked up there. I, I, I've been really hard on her. Absolutely. And, I mean, going back to her... Bong Soon's relationship with her dad. Her dad... Um, <clears throat> there's, a, there's a really genuine love there. There's a lot of emotional support. It, there's a bond that they have. Um, and at one point he calls her... And I think this is episode 7 as well. He calls her the most precious person person in the world to him. Um, and I I think that that gives her some self-confidence. But at the same time, the dad does see her as being really weak internally. Whereas, like, on the outside, she's strong, but internally yeah. she's very weak. It's like episode... It's like the last episode, actually, where they're talk, he's talking with the brother. That's right. And they're talking oh, about, like, right. your sister may be strong physically, mm. but inside she's very sensitive. Yes. And I mean, like, yeah. he's not wrong. Bung Soon's a very emotional character. She is. Absolutely. And I think, I think the, a lot of people especially learn about her strength and assume that she's also very strong mentally. Mm. Yeah, definitely. There's that assumption. And I think even Gukdu um, touches on it when he says, like, she's, she's just always a kind person to everyone. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, when they see someone who's always happy... And always nice, like, they just assume. And she's very simple, too. Yeah. So it's just, like, it's very easy to just be, like, she has no problems. Exactly. She's fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's Bong Soon in a nutshell, honestly. Um, so, going forward, it's really important to talk about her relationships with the two male romantic leads. <laughs> 
So we're going to start off uh, with the relationship and dynamic between Minhyuk and Bong Soon. So let's talk a little bit about him first. Okay. So um, he is... Well, little little note. Yeah. I usually call him Mr. An. Okay. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's the same person. It's the same person. We j- I'm just used to one way. So I'm used to another, yeah. Minhyuk, Mr. An, same person. Love interest number one, we'll call him. And he's the best. And he is the best. He's the one that we root for, guys. Okay, so if we're biased, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> so Minhyuk, he is, first of all, he's a weirdo. Um, yeah, he's in weirdo. in every sense of the word. He's an heir to uh, a huge corporation. But he um, ran away uh, at the end of high school or like... I think so. And yeah. he went to go start his own company, yeah. a gaming company called Einsoft. Einsoft. Yeah. So it's all about um, games on mobile phones, essentially. Um, and, uh, you know, he's his own person. He's very much... He knows very much who he is. Um, and, and that's kind of the, the difference yeah, and his whole dilemma when we meet him is mm. that, like, he's being targeted by a blackmailer. By, yeah, because um, his dad wants to hand over his own corporation to him mm-hmm. and make him the heir. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's where we start off, and that's how these two end up meeting. So, um, he, he originally sees her when she's beating up some guys. <laughs> yeah. Kind of reluctantly beating up some guys. Yeah, because... They had beat up like this poor bus bus driver of a, ki- a kindergarten class. Class. Yeah. It's a whole thing. And then like she tried to call the police and be you know a good person. Yeah. You know, a citizen. A good, good citizen. citizen. And then like the guy started slapping her and she was she was done. She was done. So yeah. she started beating them up. <laughs> yeah. So that's how he runs into her. He ends up going to the police station as well because he saw what happened. So he goes to you know assist yeah. in filing the report essentially. And uh, they end up exchanging words, and then he hires her as his bodyguard. Oh, no, but, like, he lies uh, to the police about what he saw. That's right. Because he doesn't want her to get in trouble. Mm. So, um, as she's, she, like, tells him he shouldn't lie to the police, and she walks off. And he's with his assistant, and he's just staring at her, and he's just, like... He's already in love with her. He's, like... She's really sexy. And it's like, honestly, <laughs> that's the that is the whole exchange. This is episode Like he one. knows immediately that like yep. that's my girl. Yep. So he ends up contacting her later and he wants her to be her bodyguard, like he said. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we can already stop here and talk about gender roles. Yeah. Because the fact that he does not care that this I mean, yeah, she has brute strength. He knows this. But at the same time, a lot of guys would think like, oh, how is it going to look to everyone else if I hire this tiny woman mm-hmm. to be my bodyguard? A lot of them would be really like challenged by this. So it's really interesting that he and I mean, just actually, the care. assistant is challenged, remember? That's right. Because at one point he tri- he makes them arm wrestle. <laughs> it, to prove a point to yeah. the guy, right? Yeah. But anyway, he's like super like confident, like, yeah, I'm going to beat this girl, whatever. And she's just like, can he wear a helmet? Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> and it's then, a whole thing. And then she accidentally like um, knocks him into a wall and he ends up breaking his tailbone. Yeah, and uh, he has like... She feels really bad about it does. too. Like she it's... didn't do that on purpose. They she just playing... doesn't know her strength. Yeah. Poor thing. Oh my gosh. So, I, I mean, this guy just... The level of not caring. He does not give a shit. He does not care about other people's opinions. He wants her around because first he's attracted to her, number one. 
Second, because I think he does consider her to be really capable, which is really important because he's probably the first person to consider her capable in, in her terms of her life, strength. Honestly. Yeah. And this already <clears throat> begins the process of her changing because someone believes in her. Yeah. For the first time, like ever. So <laughs> there's also this motif throughout the um, entire series that he's like the the prince in the castle and she's yeah she's the knight in shining armor. He's the damsel in distress. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really cute. It is really cute. Another thing I really appreciate about this this pairing in particular and why I'm so biased for it, um, he, there's immediately tension between them and they argue a lot. However, compared to uh, the other romantic interest, it's interesting to see her argue back. Yeah. Because it's she feels comfortable enough with him, interestingly enough, although not knowing him, uh, to argue back and to stand her ground and to show who she is and be confident exactly and also too about the arguing it's mm. like it's not like toxic arguing that you no. usually find in like it's like petty. it's like bickering yeah. and like it's like them being friends exactly. almost without them realizing oh yeah we're friends exactly they don't realize that like they have a friendship happening yeah <laughs> until much much later um, and by that point, they're, like, already falling in love with each other, too. I mean, I mean God, honestly, he's already in love with her. Well, That's, from day one, honestly. From day one, The yeah. guy's a romantic. He is. And that goes hand-in-hand hand with, like, how emotionally open he is with her from the get-go. Mm -hmm. He's very detached with, like, a lot of his family and a lot of other people at work. But with her, there's, like, an immediate connection, and he's very open. I think, I think he sees, like, he sees himself in her. And he you know? says that. At the very end, when, you know, he's asking essentially for her dad's approval to propose to her, mm -hmm. like, I, I, we're like each other. We understand each other in a way that no one has ever understood me, that no one's ever understood her. And that's a big reason of why he is attracted to her at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So it, it is very telling. who's different, and he also feels, like, very isolated, and mm -hmm. he's, he wasn't allowed to be himself, too. Yeah. Like, when he was... Like, a part of his backstory is that he's the son of um, of a mistress that his father had, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. And he's the youngest, and that his older half-brothers would bully him, and they would stuff him in a closet, basically. And they were very... His dad was neglectful. Like, his dad didn't like it, and he would take action against his brothers, but his dad wasn't really around all the yeah. time. So he was on his own for the most part. And his, his stepmother, like... She's just kind of like there. He had multiple stepmothers. Oh, he had too. multiple. He yeah, had multiple. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you they... get the impression that none of them really cared. Yeah, uh, like they. I don't know if they were ever abusive towards him, but mm -hmm. like it does feel more like they just they didn't really care. They were there for the money. Yeah, and this family dynamic, you see the other side of it with Bong Soon's family. Although Bong Soon's family, they have their failings. Mm -hmm. They are still a very close knit family. Like they have meals together. They're always around each other. There's a warmth when they're all together in a room. And uh, Minyuk, when he starts going over to her house to have, like, dinner, or when he's around her parents and brother, there's a closeness that he doesn't really experience with his own family there. And it's really cute. There's a scene where he's, like, eating with them, and his it's face actually... is just like, oh, my God, you know, this is so nice to feel like I'm a part of a family. The sad part, though, about that scene is that, like, immediately after that, it's juxtaposed by the dinner he's having with his family. It's very American, the dinner he has with his family. Yeah. Like, it's at a long table. They're all seated far away from each other. They're, like, in their own little islands. They're not really talking, you know. And at that point, she's also... 
she's pretending to be his girlfriend. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> First, that second. Yeah. Because the we hadn't mentioned earlier, but the thing with the blackmailing is that like. It's both threatening him with violence, mm. and also it's, like, spreading rumors that he's gay. And he doesn't care about the second part very much, yeah. which is interesting. Also very interesting. But he also doesn't want his father to force him to get into a marriage. Mm. So that's why she's pretending to be his girlfriend. Yeah. Actually, something interesting about that whole girlfriend thing, you know, in, in a lot of cases, people would have lied. Like, he would have said, oh, she's the daughter of, like, a wealthy, powerful family, you know, he could have easily done something like that. But he's like, oh, yeah, her family owns um, a shop uh, where they they sell, like, pastries and walnuts. and Like, he's very upfront. This oh, is yeah. where she lives. This is who her family is. He's not ashamed of her. Oh, it's funny, too, because he's like, uh, they own a walnut business. And they're like, oh, what company? And he's like, no, it's a shop. And they're just like, um, what? excuse me? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, he just doesn't care. Like, he it's like, this is who she is. I like her. That's the end of the story. And it's wonderful. It's, it's, um, another, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Uh, he's supportive of her powers. Yes. He's very supportive. He actually starts to train her at one point, uh, because she wants to catch this serial kidnapper that's, uh, going around her neighborhood. Um, and he decides like, you know, just cause you have brute strength, it doesn't necessarily mean you know how to protect yourself. So he starts to train her in the gym, and he's the, like, once again, he's the first person to really show mm-hmm. her her capability. And, like, she also learns how to control her power better. Because exactly. at the beginning, like, she punches a beanbag, and, like, the whole thing just explodes. Yep, I remember that But one. by the end, she's able to punch it, and it's fine. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, he's not challenged by her power. Nope. He's very supportive of it. Yeah, to a point. Later on, we do see that he gets really scared for her. But it's also understandable. I mean, she's yeah. not invulnerable, and she's yeah. in a dangerous situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very, it's very reasonable where he's coming from. And it's also, it's interesting, too, because even when they have, like, that final scene, mm. fight scene with that guy. Right. He, like, he doesn't stop her from going. He's more just like, I'm coming with you. Yeah, like, I want to help. I yeah. want it to be a team effort. You can't do this on your own. Yeah. Because I want to be there Exactly. To help you. Exactly. And uh, we'll, we'll contrast that to the other love interest, Guptu. Um, but uh, there's... Uh, b- we were talking about uh, the confrontation between Bong Soon and her mother. I think that he's in large part responsible for her standing up for herself. Because mm-hmm. this is the same episode where he started to train her. Oh, um, yeah. So she right. has confidence to go to say something to her. It's pro- mm-hmm. It's been bothering her probably her whole life, I would assume. So uh, she has enough confidence to, to tell her, like, it's not fair the way you've been treating me. And it has a lot to do with him giving her the tools to empower herself, you know. So it's, he, he does a lot for her character and her character arc. He really shows her, you know, what kind of person she is. And um, it's something she's able to, to, to take within herself and really reflect. And it really changes her a lot. And that's why we're so biased. Yeah. That's also, we like, love can we so just much. talk about, like, shit moments that we really like? Of course. Yes. Also, like, when they're at that dinner. Yes. They, her, his family, like, isn't convinced that she really likes him. Yeah. So, they ask her, why do you like him? And she gives, like, a bunch of answers. And then she's like, okay, finally, she says, like, okay, the truth is, I like him because he's crazy. And that's then they're, like, they all they calm down. Start. And they're like, yeah, he is crazy. <laughs> 
the dad starts laughing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you're right. He <laughs> is absolutely crazy. And then, and then Mr. Ron just looks like so, like, offended. Offended. Yes. <laughs> but he is crazy. But he can't, you're right, he can't say anything. Because like I said at the very beginning, he's a weirdo. Yeah. So yes, he's he's he has like a secret room in his house mm. that's full of like video games and like monitors and <laughs> and he has like a like a projection that like makes the ceiling stars or whatever and yes. it's like why would you have that in your house if you're not a fucking weirdo? <laughs> yeah, I mean he really is though. My favorite ship scene um, is probably the scene where uh, the serial kidnapper has has uh been confronted so stage one basically mm-hmm. um the people the, the women that he kidnapped have uh been rescued from the situation but he escapes so he comes back to get back at bong soon for ruining the entire operation also like yeah she's the one who rescued the ladies yes. and that he had taken her friend that had been her kidnapped kim just shima. her yeah kim shima, kim shima. <laughs> she starts crying oh god the crying um <laughs> Yeah, so uh, he, he kidnaps her, and he um, straps a bomb to her. Yeah. And locks her in this, this room, and um, uh, Min Hyuk, he finds her, but he can't get into the room because it's padlocked. And uh, uh, she... He, he um, kidnapped Bong Soon. Who did? Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking about when he, when the, the serial kidnapper... They're on the rooftop. They're on the rooftop of the building. Okay, for I think we should explain... Why, how he was able to kidnap her. Okay. Because, um, she had lost her powers. Right. Because she had accidentally hurt someone. Thinking it was him. Thinking it thinking was, it was him. a serial kidnapper. And it was an innocent person. So yeah. she lost her powers. She, yeah. So she's strapped to the, um, a chair with a bomb on her on the rooftop. Yeah, of Einsoft. So of Einsoft. The, the building that, uh, Minhyuk. Everyone's been evacuated. It's just them two in it still. Yeah. And then Gukdo and the serial kidnapper somewhere else. They're running around. Running. They're running around the building. They're being, yeah, crazies. Um, so yeah, the, she's, she's strapped with this bomb. Uh, Minhyuk can't get to her. She's begging him to leave. And he says, we'll leave together, essentially. Yeah. And it, this moment is important not only for them as a couple, but it's also important for the other romantic lead. To it shows him, like the depth of feeling they have for each other. Oh yeah, because like it's like this whole thing. It's like ten minutes. Long. I mean, it's really a whole episode devoted to it almost, of the lead up, like of of the. Oh yeah, yeah. We but see I the mean, serial like, kidnapper, you know. Yeah. So it's just like because he's she's. Scene. He's just like, I'm not going to go, Bongsoon. I'm not going to go. Not leaving you here. You know, we'll leave together. And then, like, mm-hmm. she gets her powers back in that moment because she, like, begs to God, basically, mm-hmm. to let her be able to save him. Yeah. Not and herself. Not herself. Him. So she, like, she gets her powers back and she rips off the chains and then she throws the bomb into the sky. It's very dramatic. It's super dramatic. It's a full-on thing. I mean, that scene alone, honestly, that episode is reason enough to see the show because <laughs> it's so dramatic but it's compelling and it's entertaining i love mr on he's so perfect once again our biases <laughs> yeah um so they're so cute together but they are he's like a cat and she's like a dog <laughs> which Inter- actually that's a pretty good way to explain their relationship yeah. they fight like it too so <laughs> um all right so i i think we'll move on to Gukdu now yeah. 
Okay, so now we're moving on to the next romantic lead, Guktu. Uh, and this one, listen, he's not a bad person. <laughs> I don't think, he's not like a bad guy. No. It's just the way he treats her, honestly, in the beginning of the series that makes us kind of like hate him a little bit initially. At, initially, at the very beginning, yeah. yeah. I'm very like, I don't like I this I mean, dude. he kind of redeems himself at the end. But, uh, he does redeem himself. He, do- he does. He does. He does. He comes full circle, and he really is a better person at the very end. And you, you feel I feel bad for him at the end. I mean, yeah, I mean, like he never like does anything to intentionally hurt her. I feel no. it's just that like his passivity. Yeah, and a lot his of his behaviors, toxic masculinity. Yeah, you know, he's very much that. Yeah, so I mean, they have a past. They um, they went to school together from I think like elementary, middle, and high school together. Something they like have, uh, her brother, Bong Soon's brother, is best friends with him. They have a lot of different connections in their life to their past. Um, and uh, this is important because um, we see a scene where um, Bong Soon is overhearing him talk with a friend. And Guk Du says something along the lines of, like, I like fragile, weak girls who, like, need me to protect them. And that really, that really affects her idea of herself. And how she thinks she should be acting. Mm-hmm. Because at the beginning, the the thing that she wants most is for Guptu to like her back. You know, that's that's what she lives for at the very beginning of the, the series. Um, and like she becomes like totally lovesick every time absolutely. he's on screen. In, at least in the first half of the series. She has no personality when he's he's around. Like she becomes this just Mr. like Mr. On actually points it out to her at one point. That's he's right. just like you become completely incompetent when he's around. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first time we meet him is at the police station, because he's a police Mm -hmm. officer. Mm -hmm. And it's just after she had this whole fight scene where she's beating up a bunch of dudes. At the very beginning. At the very beginning. And so, like, the first time we meet him, he's, like, really dismissive of her. Mm -hmm. He, like, thinks she's this super weak girl who can't, who's dumb and doesn't know anything. He doesn't really listen to her either. No. Every time they talk in the first half of this series, it's just... It's him ignoring her, basically. Yeah. Like, he's always looking away. Talking over her. He doesn't... She tries to tell him something, and then he just says, says something... Like, he's like, I'm going to the bathroom. He just leaves. <laughs> That's exactly what he... And it's a pattern that continues pretty much throughout, like you said, the first half of the series. And it's frustrating. And it's like... Yeah. It's, it's hard to see what she sees in him. Yeah. It is. Because it's like, he doesn't treat you well. Yeah, or at I least mean, the way yeah. you would want to be treated. Especially for, this has been a crush for so long. Yeah, and typically crushes don't last that long. Yeah. So she has, like, actual feelings for him. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, it's really hard to see. And then, um, like, we find out he has a girlfriend. Which is a whole thing. Which is a whole thing. Yeah, I like, mean, in episode two, I already had suspicions that he did have feelings for her. Mm-hmm. But either he, it's feelings he ignored or feelings that he didn't realize he had. Um, I'm kind of on the fence as to that, but he he does call her weak multiple times. Yeah. In in both episode one and two. And then like she's trying to tell him she got, finally got a job, and he's just and he's before that he'd been lecturing her like you need to get a job, you know, yeah. you're just blah blah blah. She's trying to impress him. Yeah. And he's just like not having it. Ah oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Also, the thing with the girlfriend is, like, yeah. before you watch the whole series, it does feel like he's just kind of stringing bongs in the long. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I think we had said, like, it almost feels like she's 
his backup in case yeah. things don't go well in his dating life. Or, like, he's having fun right now, but yeah. they're ultimately going to end up together. Yeah. I think he's expecting her to just wait around for him, yeah. which is really terrible. I, d- I don't think it's, like... Intentional. An intentional thing. It's I think it's subconscious. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why, like, he maybe didn't even realize these feelings. Yeah. Because the first time he realizes, or starts to realize that he has feelings for her, is when Mr. On starts showing up. Yeah. Like, as you had described it at one point, it's like a dog pissing over their territory, on yeah. the territory. That's very much how he acts. And I mean, I can forgive a lot of things of him not understanding his own feelings for her. I get that. But there's a moment in episode three where Bong Soon confronts him. This is after she's found out he has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, you're blowing hot and cold. Like, I, what's happening... Like, she demands an explanation of why he's involving himself so much in her life mm-hmm. when he has a relationship with another girl. She's like, like you why have are you a girlfriend. Here? Why are you being so nice to me? And, I mean, once again, dismissive. Doesn't listen to a word she says. And that should have been the wake-up call of why am I always, like, Was involving. that episode? Yeah, that was episode, episode three. three. Huh? It's episode three Damn. when this happens. And she's... It's showing that she's getting frustrated by the fact that, yeah. like... Like he, kind he, keeps, of... he keeps giving her mixed signals, exactly. which is probably part of the reason why she's maintained her feelings for so long. Yeah, that's very true. There's another uh, moment in episode seven, actually, okay. where like, I don't know, I feel like it really shows how the relationship dynamic. Okay. Where like, she goes to stay at Mr. On's house because she's <sighs> being targeted yeah. by the serial by kidnapper. By the serial kidnapper. And so he yells at her and he's like, do you know how difficult it is for me to decide to let you stay there? And it's like, uh, you're not, what? <laughs> like, her life is in danger. Yeah. And yeah. you're, what? And I mean, <laughs> Kim Shima is in the hospital because oh, she had been that's attacked already too. this point. And it's like, yeah. why are you worrying about, like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's very, he centers himself a lot. Yeah. Whenever there's, like, tense moments. And... I, I know compare and contrast, we're doing this a little bit later, but very quickly, um, there's a moment where uh, Minhyuk actually contacts Gukdu mm-hmm. and tell, and because he knows Bong Soon is in danger, and he tells her, like, you need to have a police officer with her because she's in danger. And he puts his own feelings aside. He doesn't like Gukdu. Yeah. He knows that Gukdu also has feelings for Bong Soon. Yeah. But he puts his feelings aside, he puts his pride aside, and he's like, I care more about her than myself right now. And it's very much the difference between these two characters. Yeah. Guktu is always centering himself. Later on, that changes. But in this moment, he has to be, it's always me. I, my feelings. Whereas Minhyuk is Bong Soon. That's, mm-hmm. that is what his center is. Especially because, like, it's a serious situation. Absolutely. You know? And you, you feel like the police officer would understand that better than the fucking guy who makes video games. <laughs> That's true. The millionaire dude, you know, who's had privilege his whole life. But yeah, that's that's a great point. It's, I feel like his emotions really cloud his judgment a lot. Yes, which is interesting. That doesn't make sense though, because he originally was part of like a really good squad at the beginning, but he's fired and he's sent to um, the neighborhood that he lives in, which is much smaller, less money, not as much notoriety. And it's because he tried to uh, illegally um con- he illegally confronted like a gangster yeah and he tries to arrest him illegally without any kind of reason and so he's well, actually demoted. that's the first time we see him that's the first time we see him he's, he's cross-dressing as a, as a woman that's and, right um, and it it's funny how it's framed originally because you don't know it's a guy yeah 
So it's like all sexy and sultry, and then exactly. like he takes off the wig, and it's like, oh, dude. Yeah. And that, I mean, that actor's good. It, it's very much emotion. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, he's a bad guy, so we should do whatever we can. It's like, well, that's not how it works. Yeah. You know, you have, there's paperwork. There's, there's red tape. You can't just go arrest people because they're bad guys, you know? Um, he learns. He does learn as we continue on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I kind of respect him for that a little bit. You know what I mean? I do too. Because, I mean, like, he wants to get shit done. Right. But, you know, you're a police officer. You have to abide by certain rules. There are definitely a lot of rules. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's how it is. Yeah. You follow him. Absolutely. And, I mean... How do you feel about his reaction to finding out about her powers? I mean, his lack of reaction is really more my thing. You know, when, when he finds out... I actually, yeah, right? It's, it's funny because, like, he even tells her that he wouldn't have cared about it. Right. Yeah. Towards the end, he does tell her, like, I would have liked you no matter what. But would he have? We'd had this conversation earlier. Yeah. You had said that maybe, like, he would have felt threatened by it. Yeah. I don't know if I agree, but I don't disagree either. I'm kind of neutral on that stance. Okay. But I do feel like it wouldn't have worked out. <laughs> yeah. Know? That I if if Minhyuk, Mr. An hadn't existed and they had dated in some alternate timeline, I don't think that relationship would have worked. Um for a whole host of reasons, but ultimately I think he wants something very traditional. Yeah. And Bong Soon is not traditional. No. She would have had to repress so many parts of herself that she probably would have ended up resenting him. And, I mean, resentment in a romantic relationship, any relationship, is never a good thing. So, um, I don't think it would have worked. I think that they have very different wants, um, ultimately. And in terms of, like, him being challenged, it's not so much that she's more powerful. It was that, eventually, with the kind of person Bong Soon is, she would have wanted to use those powers. And that's something I don't think he would have wanted her to do. I think yeah. he would have preferred her to stay I under mean, the like, radar. We kind of see it uh, again in the confrontation where, like, mm. he doesn't want her to get involved. Right. As in the later half of the series. Right. He, like, keeps, like, I don't care if you have powers or blah, 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 blah. You can't. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. Stay out of it. I'm a police officer. Eventually he comes around and he right. does end up helping in the whole fight. Right. The but, like. Bot- battle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's not supportive of it at all. He's not. And once again, his reaction or his non-reaction to finding out about her powers, like, he doesn't acknowledge it. Like, there's a whole episode where there's no acknowledgement that he even, like... It's almost like he's in shock, huh? Yeah. Um, Which is fair. But then, um, as we go forward later... Oh, gosh. I I think it's the same episode, but it's just later in that same episode where he finds out... um, there are moments he has like a flashback moment where he's thinking back to all these moments in high school especially Uh where um he should have realized that she had powers and it makes you kind of wonder like given how close he's been to her pretty much their whole lives why didn't he notice something was different because kim shima who is also her childhood best friend Mm -hmm. she noticed and she knows about her abilities how come this other guy who was adjacent to her her whole life why didn't he pick it up pick it up up, you know did he pick it up maybe subconsciously and then just didn't want to or like was he just i don't know that's the thing i I mean i feel like it would have been easy to dismiss yeah you know yeah and i mean she again she's a tiny little petite girl that's true why would you suspect 
that she's actually super strong and could knock you out with, you like, a flick. It. You would not at all. And I mean, even the instances he thinks back of, I mean, mm-hmm. it can be easily explained away. Like, she, there's so a true. bar, at, a metal bar that got bent. And, and, and gym at school, that's right. And, like, he doesn't think anything of it. Yeah, he doesn't. Which also goes into kind of his dismissiveness of her. I think that's very telling I mean, yeah. also of that. I mean, he, he really doesn't see her as the person she is. Mm-hmm. He sees her as the person he, he wants, wants her, her to be. To be, yeah. And that's the ultimate problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, we can also talk about Bong Soon's reaction to Gukdu finding out about her powers. So this is episode eight. Episode eight, in my opinion, is one of the most important episodes of the whole series. Because it's when she really starts to recognize that she has a lot of power to change things mm-hmm. within her world. Um, but not to go too heavily in that, uh, she doesn't care as much that he knows. Yeah. Like, if you, we had, if she had discovered her powers in episode one, two, three, even four... She would have been devastated. She would have been so... She would have been a nervous wreck. Mm-hmm. She would have been so upset. But in this episode, episode eight, it's just not the priority. Because in the same episode, uh, Minhyuk got stabbed protecting her. Oh, yeah. So she's worried about him. She's not worried about, oh, my God, what is Gukdu going to think of me? You know? Yeah. And at this point, they're not even together yet. No. Like, there's, there's like, a Min-hyuk. period. Minhyuk and Bong Soon. Yeah, Minhyuk and Bong Soon. Um, there's, like, a whole period of between this episode and, like, her realizing her feelings. And, like, it kind of eases into their relationship rather than, yeah. like, jumping right into it after she's beginning to fall out of love from Gukdu. Exactly. Did that make any sense? It did. No, it did. Okay, because I feel like I'm tripping over my words. Oh, no, you're good. I'm talking about my ships. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the ships. Yeah. Um, this moment also, there's a... It's a little bit later, um, but there is a moment where Gukdu does finally admit his feelings mm-hmm. to Bong Soon, and he's even picked out a necklace and everything for her. He wants to be in a relationship. He's basically going to, like, propose to her. Like propose dating or dating, which I think is a Korean thing. Okay, yeah, we like know matching. Yeah. Oh yeah, matching outfits and and, and like ma- rings, promise rings and shit. Yeah, I, I don't I, know enough about that. I, I, I that's what I was reading about. Was Andrew? Let us know. Um, <laughs> so so he admits his feelings, and Bong Soon immediately stops him and says, "You know, I appreciate your friendship." And immediately, that's where you know this ship is dead. It's dead. It's dead in the water. It's not gonna happen. It also, it feels nice, too. It's, like, a big moment for her. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like she's finally letting go and deciding yeah. that she wants to grow as a person rather than being Stagnant. stuck. Stuck as the same person she was in, like, high school and middle yeah. school. You know? Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, his character really comes around for me in episode 15. And it's when he recognizes um, how much Minhyuk actually really loves her, given his his sacrifice and this is after the the whole bomb incident where he stays with her he doesn't want to leave her side even though she has his bomb strapped to herself Mm -hmm. um and uh gukdu uh confronts minhyuk and he there's just a realization and there's almost like a, a weird respect respect between them in this moment where he's like you know you really you really care about her and he kind of this is the moment where he kind of takes a step back and realizes like to She's be honest, though, yeah. I feel like for me, when I was, I kind of started liking him a bit better, better mm-hmm. is when she rejected him. Because mm. I feel he also became more focused on his actual job and a bit more confident. <clears throat> oh, cough. 
rather yeah. than being like, oh, bong soon, bong soon, and like, yeah. why don't you love me, you know? Why doesn't anyone love me? Like, he actually yeah. starts... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he definitely starts to like, really Like, he grow. finds the bug that had been in the police office that, in that episode, doesn't he? Finally, someone finds it. That's yeah, right. Finally, yeah, the serial kidnapper had planted a camera um, and That's how microphone. he was like, he knew all the moves the officers were making. Yeah. I don't so, know. I don't, it, took him, it took him the whole series to find it. Um, uh, there's also a moment in episode 16 that really shows how much he's grown, where he's really sad for himself in this moment because he knows Bong Soon and Min Hyuk are together. It's done. But he's also genuinely happy for her. Yeah. And I appreciated that that character came around. I was, yeah, I was happy about that. Like, he's yeah. also, he also shows up at their wedding. Yes, and it's amicable. Yeah. You know? Like, there's still, like, tension. A weird tension, yeah. But it's just because, like, they were romantic rivals. Yeah, you know? him and Minhyuk. But it's very much of, like, I know you'll make her happy. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, I... it's just... He redeems himself, for He sure. does. He comes around as a Which character. Which, usually, when it comes to second male it. leads... You don't see it. What? You don't see it. You don't see second male leads. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They don't change that much. The, if anything, most of the time, they end up being, like, demonized. Yeah. Vilified. Vilified so that, like, the first male lead will seem even better in comparison. But with mm-hmm. Gupto, it feels like... He's an asshole kind of at the beginning, and then he gets better, and you're like, oh, I do kind of feel sorry for you. And once again, this goes back to, like, why we like this show so much, is that these characters, they have actual arcs. They develop so much. Even the secondary male lead, which, you know, he's not... Most of the time when we see him, we see him as police officer, yeah. not as romantic lead. I mean, he's just he's not just there to be, like, the guy that makes the first guy jealous. Yeah. You know? He has reason. To be there. Yeah. there. There's a reason for this character to exist. He's important to the actual plot. plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a whole thing. So. Um, another thing real quick before we move on. And I think this is important to say. as If you pay attention in the series. If, if you watch it. Or if you have watched it. Um, you'll notice that the closer she gets to Min Hyuk. The more time she spends with him. And the farther away she gets from Gukdu. Um, she becomes more confident. And she's more herself. Um, and I think this is really telling of how restrictive it was to have a friendship with Gukdu. Uh, because she was, once again, just trying to be this person she thought she wanted. She wanted to be the she, ideal person for him. Exactly. And I mean... Um, and it's not really his fault, necessarily. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to blame him. I mean, but, it's not like he went up to her and he's like, you have to be this person. Exactly. It's what she put on herself. Yeah. But it's not healthy. It's regardless. not healthy at all. No, no, no. Yeah. And it's like... I don't know. It feels yeah. nice. It it feels nice. It feels nice to see her grow as a person. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll move on. Okay, so uh, another thing we really wanted to discuss was Bong Soon uh, at the beginning versus Bong Soon at the end. It's very different. So at the beginning, like we'd said, very unsure of herself, almost ashamed of herself. And then at the end... You know, the serial kidnapper has been caught. There's a big dramatic scene that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, And she's finally doing what she wants to do from the very beginning. She's creating a video game. Mm. Um, And her relationship with herself is completely different from what it was. She is proud of herself and all of her abilities, not just the superpower, but her ability to create this video game. And to have her presentation for the company go really well and have it received well. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
it's also we this this last episode episode 16 is when we start to see her actively use her superpowers uh which i think there's a lot of things to connect here you know there's so many things that are going so well for her in her life um and it all comes back to you know of course the catching of this first villain that she's encountered but also the fact that she's finally doing what she wanted to do she's finally become the person that you know she always wanted to be mm-hmm. um do you have anything else to to add to that i'm just happy for her <laughs> <laughs> we're just all so happy for her um so the video game first of all the video game sounds lit like it's I wish a, it was a real game. It's a it's a mobile game, and it's yeah. like um, I don't know if they ever show it, but it's like based off of old style games. Mm-hmm. Think like um, like it actually kind of similar to Kingdom Hearts in terms of the style of the characters. Well, that was also um, concept art, so we don't yeah. know what the actual. Look oh, that's was. fair. That's fair. They I, want they were kind of they, when they were talking about it. It seemed more like it was like a a bit like a Mario game, like a yeah, side scroller or right. something. You're right. But anyway, like, the main character's her with a hammer, and, yeah. like, she has to save the prince, who's obviously yeah. Mr. An Min-hyuk. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're just so happy for her in this, in this very final ending. Um, what's hilarious, <laughs> she ends up getting fired from the strategy department, which is the department she's working for working on the video game. Um, because she's always late to work since she's always using her powers to help out in different situations. Yeah. So there's one where a guy's pinned under a car. There's another one where she has to move a car to allow a fire truck to go through. Like, there's so many situations. An old lady is, like, carrying this heavy wagon, so she helps her out. Yes, and she ends up essentially choosing her superpower over this other you know, want of hers, this other dream. I mean, in some ways, she had already accomplished that dream. Yeah, Because she got true. the game she, she wanted. She got the game, it's out, it's successful, and now she's focused on the superpower aspect. And I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Happy for her. <laughs> I mean, another really touching thing about this whole thing. So, spoiler alert, once again, um, the proposal happens. I had mentioned it before. There's a wedding scene, they're married, there's another flash forward to them having... Um, Two kids, twin girls. Oh, the way, yeah. Yeah, so... And, oh, because it's passed down through uh, the... Female. Female line. It's like... Two twin twin girls. girls. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's a lot of black eyes. Yeah. um, (laughs) They actually hired two of the uh, former gang members that she beat up in the past to Mm -hmm. help babysit. And they end up running out crying because the twin girls beat them up, punching in the eye. Poor guys, man. I feel so sorry for them. Her faces are so slow. And then Min Hyuk is just like, what the fuck do what I do? What is happening? He's like, Fong Soon, I don't... Yeah. And, I mean, she's, in that moment, she's out fighting crime as a superhero. Yeah. You know, she jumps off a building and lands, and it's, like, so epic. Ah, oh, there's so much good That's stuff. That's how it ends, too. That's, That's how it ends. That's the final scene. That's the very final scene. Where she, it... Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So, we'll move on to the next at the end there's this whole confrontation episode 15 episode 15 with the serial uh kidnapper kidnapper we're not gonna name him he's not important i I don't remember his name i mean there's also that but just to this topic uh, he's not really i uh he's not really a thing um yeah so they square off against against the villain and it's a it's a team effort you know 
It's it requires all their superpowers, if you will. Gukdo, yeah, Bong Soon, and then Min Hyuk. Yeah, so we have uh, Bong Soon, super strength, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's be reasonable; she's probably the smartest one there. And then we have <laughs> Min Hyuk, who had he's like a super sleuth. Like he can find anyone. He has all these drones. Um, and then we have Gukdo, who's obviously a police officer. So he is. He has understanding of how this goes down. Exactly. You know? So they they come up with a plan. And they uh, managed to trap him in this, um, I think it's like a, a, a shipping dock of some kind. And so um, they trap him there. They're chasing him around. Um, and he's and like super like, as he has been throughout the whole series, like super smug and confident. Like, I'm going to get away. They get can't away. stop me. Because I, I, I shot Bong soon. She's dead. Blah, you know? Yeah. yeah, there was a whole confrontation prior to this where um, he shot her, but she was yeah. just playing dead. Exactly. She had a bulletproof vest on. Which Min Hyuk gave to her. So smart. Um, yeah, so in this moment, you know, after uh, Gukdu and Min Hyuk have done their part in and trapping chased him, him around, uh, they kind of take a back seat. And it's it's one ver- it's uh, one-on-one. Yeah, you know? she traps him um, uh, with the shipping, the shipping crates. crates. Yeah. And then she jumps off onto it and she's like, square up, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> And actually, this moment, I didn't realize it until the second time watching it. She yeah. uses walnuts to, like, pelt him. Oh, you didn't realize it? No, but here's what I didn't, what I loved about it. It's really a callback to her family business and to yeah. her, like, like, in terms of her status, you know, she comes from, like, really humble beginnings. Oh. And she's using this these walnuts yeah. from her family business to show this guy who's boss. It's amazing to me. And she pelts him with it. Layers. And then you also know? because Min has those drones, mm. him and Gukta are just kind I'm of just watching, watching like, as she beats the living shit out of this This guy. is amazing. Um, and then at one point he's running off. Yeah. She cages him with like a... I don't know what it is. It's like a weird shipping crate. Yeah. But, the, but, the, but um, Gukta's like, how does it feel to be caged now? Huh? Yeah. The tables have turned. And, and uh, I love it, at the very end of that scene, they all three of them walk off in superhero slow motion. Yeah. Um, I re- fantastic. I really, I love the team dynamic. I, I wish we had gotten more of that earlier. Yeah. Oh, man, if there wasn't so much weird tension, I feel like we would have gotten so much of it. But this boss battle, this final one, is so important because it is, it is her first villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the first time that she's won against this villain. Especially a villain that terrorized her so personally. Mm-hmm. Well, like her first real villain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she had some others, but this is they the were big, like This is like a, a big boss, like, yeah. essentially, that she defeats. It's uh, very much like a video game within a, video, within a, within a TV show, almost. Yeah. Interestingly enough. It's very meta. Um... So yeah, I mean, I also love this because it shows that um, everyone was willing to put their feelings aside to get this done. Mm-hmm. And Gukdu, it shows, you know, his... He's grown a lot. His, his growth because he's not all about like, I don't want you near her. Uh, <laughs> you know, and you we have to stay out of this, Bong Soon. Exactly. And we see Bong Soon's growth, obviously, because she's using her powers. Yeah. You know, compared from that And she's completely person. unashamed of it. Exactly. And, uh, and she's doing it also... Great scene. For good. Ah, oh, man. So many good things about this scene. But this scene also totally worth the watch. It's, 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 um, what is the word? It's satisfying. Cathartic. Cause that's the best one right there. It is very cathartic. Great scene. Anything else you want to mention real quick? It was lit? It was hella lit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So now moving on to everyone's favorite part, um, the critique. And these are good and bad, uh, but we did, there, we did want to talk about a few things. First of all, like I had said earlier, mm. like with the team dynamic stuff, it, it is kind of unfortunate we didn't get more of that. Mm. And just in general, what ties into that is also like the superhero aspect feels a little underutilized. Oh yeah, so much. Yeah. I mean, once again, she has one, like, major villain. Yeah. And that's a problem for me. I wish we had way more. Like, um, there is, like, a comedic villain. Yeah. With the gang leader. But, like, they even become friends in the end. So it's, like, it's not really an obstacle in the same way. Yeah. It's, like, I feel like the kidnapping arc goes on way, way too, too long. long. It's it the entire series, which is 16 episodes. And it's, like... Yeah. I'm kind of done with that storyline halfway through like yeah. i feel it should be over i mean in the second watch we both skipped through a lot of the serial kidnapper scenes i i've watched a lot of it early on yeah and then a lot of it well i tried to watch all of it but there were a lot of scenes i did skip over yeah. because it just it's like uh, more of the same the misogynistic too, guy blah blah yeah. blah girls screaming you know yeah no i agree um and also i feel like the villain in general is kind of undeserving of being the main villain he seems very one note. He is very one note. Yeah. And they kind of like try to show him as clever and everything, like with the bug that he planted in the police yeah. station. But like, it's like he's just not interesting enough to be the main villain. Yeah. And I feel like the writers themselves might have known that because they kind of like, they focus a lot more on the romance. Yeah. And the characters and not really a lot about the villain. Unless it's in relation to the character growth. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. He's um he's a good starter villain. Yeah. Not a great final one, though. Which, again, like, it feels unfortunate that, like, we didn't get more. Yeah. Because this feels like the origin story to Bong Soon, the superhero. And it kind of ends just as it really takes off. Yeah. And, I mean, it would have been interesting to see the dynamic of her being a wife and a mother and her having to be a superhero at the same time. Yeah. I think that that's so cool. And we um, Even, like, I would have liked to see just the time in between that. Because mm. they, they, like, it skips around in that last episode. There's a lot of flash forwards. A lot of flash forwards just kind of, like, tying everything up and, like, mm -hmm. showing the progression of the relationship. But it's, like, I really would have loved to see all that time in between and maybe had... A slightly longer series with maybe a few more villains peppered in. Or even, like, it would have been cool to have seen, like, a, a mini-series come from this. To get some of those glimpses. Because I don't think it would have... I don't think a second series would have worked. No, I don't think... Worked. I don't think it should have been a second series. No. Just, like... Just something. I don't know. It, it, I wonder if maybe they did originally have more episodes. And maybe that the serial killing... Serial kidnapper was maybe um, the first arc. Mm. But it got cut for some reason, and they're like, well, we don't have enough time to yeah. do the other thing. I tried to look into that. I didn't see anything about it. Um, and, I mean, typically the Korean dramas, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're typically, like, finite. Like, they have a, they have a beginning and an end. They I don't go no on. I have no idea about that. Um, I, I was reading an article where uh, they were talking about, you know, how, why... Well, I'm know, not saying there was, like, a people... second season plan. Oh, no, I, I, I know. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying typically... You know, they have a, a beginning and an end planned yeah. from the get-go. Then they don't really continue past that. I'm just wondering if maybe, like, originally they had been planning to have more episodes. Who knows? But maybe, maybe it wasn't in the budget or something, and they're like, okay, let's just cut a few. 
Yeah. I think it would have been cool even to see, like, a like a graphic novel or comic book series from this. I mean, she's a really cool character. She is. And I feel like there's enough lore that it really could work like that. Yeah. I mean, that's what they did with Avatar. The oh, Last yeah, Airbender. Yeah. They, they kind of continued it after the fact with that. Um, another uh, big aspect, and we, we kind of mentioned it, we implied a little bit, is the, the tone shifts <coughs> within the series. We have like the really darkness, the darkness of the the serial kill, the serial kidnapper, apologies, serial kidnapper, and then the romantic flop of her and Minyuk. Yeah. Minyuk. Yeah. So it sometimes, sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it works, and then there are times where it's just like, what happened? You get almost like whiplash. Like they're being cute together, and then like he's like beating up a girl, and it's just like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. It it just it it gets to be a little confusing it's jarring yeah um and i feel like that was the main criticism most people had of it yeah mm-hmm. um just those tone shifts i, I think it, it takes you out of it a little bit also yeah um like it's almost an, the plot is almost annoying sometimes because like you want to see your cute ship and then like this stupid serial kidnapper comes on screen you're just like shut up skip skip yeah no i honestly with the tone shifts i often wonder if it was just due to like the editing I think so. Because I, I feel like there were choices made that maybe shouldn't have been made. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, like, a sweet, like, fluffy... And then, like... Yeah, like, scary music. Dark, everything. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a lot of screaming and... Yeah, it's... It's very strange. It's too much. Yeah. Um, One thing it did do well, though, talking about the music, like, maybe not... Yet, like... The music is lit. The music is lit. There's no, I love every song. Did they have an original song that was created just for the show? I think so. I mean, but I think that's. It's pretty common. It's pretty common. Yeah. For shows to do. But I, I just I, that song was very. It, it was it was the main theme really. Was that the one with the guitar riff? It could have been. I don't remember if we're thinking about the same one. I I think music I think was there. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Yeah, I, I have some of the songs saved on my phone. Oh, of course you do. Of course, <laughs> of course you do. I've had them since I first watched the series because mm. I really like really them. Really like them. They're very cutesy songs, and um, especially the songs, like you said, more focused on the romantic aspect. Yeah. Yes. Or or there's yes. one that are, that's kind of like her and uh, Mr. On's um, theme. Yeah. I love you, love you, love you. Oh, that that ballad style yeah. one. That's a great one. <laughs> that one always gets stuck in my head because it always plays when they're like staring at each other. Oh, so much staring. You see, this is what this is what Darcy from Pride and Prejudice needs to learn. It's the art of staring romantically. Yeah. Instead of glaring. Oh my god, separate. why the fuck is he like that? Separate, separate issue. Um going back to it. <laughs> So critiques, another thing uh, that I would say, although most of the characters are well-written with a really defined arc, there are a couple characters where they're in the whole thing and, and you just, you don't get much of anything. Like her brother. Yeah. Uh, Bong Ki, I think. Um, <laughs> he's there the whole time. He does have like an arc kind of, like with oh, Gukdo's girlfriend, and it's just kind of like thrown in. And we won't go like... into it, but it's just, it's nothing. I, it's kind of boring. Yeah. And nothing it doesn't comes go anywhere. It. it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, so there, there are definitely moments where uh, some characters don't get quite as fleshed out. Her, her Bong Soon's friend as well, um, Kim Shima, 
also doesn't really get fleshed out as much as I wish she had been because she is a really important part to the plot. Yeah. Um, it does just feel that. like she's there to be a damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. And this as is psychic too. I think this is kind of going hand in hand with our critique of like this. There's too much of this villain. Yeah. Um, instead of spending time on de- refining some of these characters, they spent a lot of time on this villain is evil, evil villain. And it's like, we, we know, we know yeah. this doesn't have to go on for this long. It's like, um, who is this guy? What's his name again? <laughs> listen, I mean, whole thing. Um, I, I, all I remember about him is that he wears a hat <laughs> <laughs> and that he has an angry face. Yeah. He stares very menacingly. Um, but you know, he's really one note, like you said. Yeah, very one note. All the way back to the villain. So, in terms of critique, that's that's pretty much it. Um, with that, we'll leave you with uh, go watch the show. It's it's a great show. It is. If you haven't seen it, yeah, why not? <laughs> why haven't you seen it? Um, yeah, actually, uh, real quick before we move on, there's actually talk of a uh, of a. Uh, a remake Ugh. here in the U.S. We talked about it earlier. It's we're not excited for it. Um, it Ronda Rousey is attached to it. If you don't know who she is, she originally I don't know who she, is. she wanted I don't to play. Know who anyone is. She wanted to play uh, Captain Marvel. Um, she was all for it. I think she's a she's a wrestler uh, originally, but uh, the remake is it's. I would say it's not even really a remake. They just kind of are inspired by Strong Girl Bong Soon because it's going to be almost nothing like it. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't have high hopes for it. No, I kind of, I, I just in general don't like it when like American studio feel the need to do this. They're doing it with Parasite. Yeah, it's also when like they also did that to Death Note, where they did the <sighs> like the American re- live action movie on Netflix. Yeah, no, I just don't get it. No one needs it. Yeah, so go watch Strong Robong soon. Don't watch this other bastardization. I mean, will we review this in the future? Like, if it comes out. If it comes out. Well, I, are I'm, we really reviewing? Or I'm down to hate it? watch it. <laughs> we might. We'll watch it. Um, we'll get. We'll give us. I don't have high hopes, but yeah, we'll no give worries. it a shot. So that concludes our second episode. Hooray for us. Um, once again, I'm Shantae. Oh, I'm Ash. And we are two hags converge in the woods. Um, as of now, just a quick update. Uh, the podcast is only available on Anchor and Spotify. We're still working on getting them on other platforms. I'm not sure what the holdup is. I know it sometimes takes a little while for that first episode to get up on places like, um, you know, uh, iTunes and um, Stitcher and other big platforms. Uh, it's coming. I'm, I'm not sure what the holdup is, but, you know, it'll be there soon. Um, and before we go, I did want to mention our next episode and what it would be about. So we decided on, um, Kevin Smith's Dogma. Yeah. So, uh, if you've never seen it, get on it, (laughs) get on it. And that should be coming, um, probably the end of February, that last week of February. Uh, we're still kind of working on dates. Nothing's really set in stone, but look for it that final week. It's going to be up there at at some point. Uh, so you have homework now. Go see it. Don't tell. Don't give them homework. I'm giving them homework. Go see that movie. It's a great movie if you are a secular person, meaning you're not a big fan of organized religion. If you are, you might be offended. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe skip it. Okay. <laughs> maybe skip if you're yeah. If like that's something that like, yeah. Um. 
So anyway, we'll see you. Um, if not, we'll see you episode four. So uh, good night. Goodbye, everyone. Have a good one. Love you.